In this episode, you will discover why most podcasts struggle to gain traction without a USP. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. My name is Anthony Winery, and in this episode, you will discover why most podcasts struggle to gain traction without a USP, a nine-part checklist on what a USP is not, why you need a USP if you want faster growth for your podcast, and the exact steps you can start taking today to craft your USP even if you've had 100 episodes out live and aired for the public to see. But before we dive straight in, I want to get something settled and clear. If you listen to this right now, you're probably wondering, what do I mean by USP? A USP stands for Unique Selling Point. This is something that makes your podcast, objectively speaking, completely different to the competition out there. Because again, whether you like it or not, you are competing for your listeners' attention. The exact same way big brands, company, businesses are competing for your attention. So it's important to have a show that is truly unique to you. A show that's able to stand out amongst the crowd of other podcasters. A show that is so captivating and unique in its own way that when the listeners you're trying to reach discovers it, they stick around, instantly becoming a lifelong fan. This is what you need to build authority in your space fast and to build a loyal following who are willing to become a client or become an engaged and active member of your community. A podcast without a USP, well, just picture this. You're on a ship that doesn't have a unique flag, a distinct shape, or any meaningful or ease-the-spot attributes. It's just another generic bow lost amidst of seas of other generic boats. Again, it's like trying to find a particular grain of sand in a crowded beach with literally nothing distinctly, uniquely distinct to that grain to help you spot it. No coloring, no different marks, absolutely nothing. You just simply blend into the masses, making it challenging for your listeners to spot you and hop on board. Without a USP, you're just another boat lost in the sea of podcasts hoping someone will stumble across your show and stick around as a listener. The truth is, they won't. The same way when you find another show that's out there that's not really unique, that doesn't feel like it deeply connects with you, you simply leave. It's not your listener's fault and it's definitely not your fault either. It's just human nature. So how can we start using a unique selling point to our advantage? How can you start to stand out to pick up traction fast? So I want to dive deeper into exactly what a USP is not to clarify that first. And that will bring us closer to what a USP is. Then we'll really break down again an equation that we've used in our academy to help our podcasters craft a USP and how you can start doing the same for your show. So here is a nine part checklist of what a USP is not. Number one. A USP is not a podcast where it's kind of we are straight talking and we say it how it is. 
Number two, it's not the whole, it's not a podcast that's like, hey, I take X topic and make it easy to understand. That's not a USB. Number three, I share stories and tools to help my listeners create a better life. Again, it's not USP. Other podcasts out there are doing this. Therefore, it's not that unique to your show. Number four, my podcast is interesting, engaging, and shares unique stories. I promise you, I have no doubt in my mind that your podcast does all those things. But again, every podcast out there can say that they do this particular thing. Number five, we share actionable advice in plain language. We hear this all the time. It doesn't make your show that uniquely different, objectively speaking, right? Number six, you hear stories from people who may have gone through similar struggles and they share how they overcame that. Again, as I'm saying this, you're probably thinking to yourself, hey, to be fair, I've heard this said a thousand times. Again, therefore, it's not unique. Number seven, I'm a great interviewer. I'm sure you are. I'm completely 100% certain you are. But again, there's a ton of shows that are great interviewers. Number eight, a safe place to listen to people like you share similar struggles on how they overcame it. Number nine, valuable educational on relevant topics. All of these things are amazing aspects and factors that a podcast should have. Absolutely. But all of these things are not a unique selling point of a show. So that's what it's not. What exactly is it? Well, a USP is a unique set of characteristics that make the building blocks of your show, making it distinctly different to anything else out there in the market. Again, a USP is a unique set of characteristics that makes your podcast distinctly different and objectively different to everything else out there in the podcasting market and space. And an easy way to break this down is by simply looking at this equation. This is the equation that we use within the Get More Listeners Academy that's helped our students really get a good grasp on how to create a USP for their podcast. The equation is this. You have to look at your weekly outputs plus the specific targeting for your podcast times the concept of your show. So again, the equation is this. Weekly output plus podcast-specific targeting times concept of the show so again weekly output plus podcast specific targeting times concept of the show now let's dive a bit deeper into this equation number one weekly output weekly output is defined by how many new episodes are you releasing on a week-to-week basis a podcast is following a releasing schedule of weekly it's not that unique. Objectively speaking, there's so many other podcasts out there. And if your podcast is once a week, that's kind of what we tend to see, right? Whereas a podcast on the other extreme, if a podcast is daily, that is, objectively speaking, very unique. Now, I'm not suggesting you go from weekly episodes to daily episodes. Absolutely not. I'm just trying to make the point that when we're talking about the characteristics that make up a uniquely different show, we have to look at the weekly releasing schedule. So if it's once a week, not that unique. If it's every single day, pretty unique, right? So the goal here is to actually increase our weekly output. I know you're probably having lots of red lights going off. How could I do this? How could I do that? There's multiple different ways you can add 
additional episodes, whether that's a recap, shorter episodes, but it needs to be done. Again, I'm not here to sugarcoat things. I just want to tell you what we see in the landscape. It's competitive. You know, Joe Rogan, who is an insanely big podcaster, the biggest podcaster in the world, is releasing three to four times a week, getting the highest caliber of guests, doing two to four hours of in-depth interviews. That's what you're competing with. Not directly with him, but my point being the person who's able to really make themselves different. And one of those ways is by increasing your output, stacks the odds in their favor of winning, of standing out, of gaining traction much faster. Again, it makes that podcast unique in its own way. You could have a podcast that interviews everyone that's generic, which is what most podcasts are. And if you turn that into a daily podcast, now that podcast is significantly different to all the other podcasts that are doing the exact same thing at its core, which is interviewing interesting people. Again, I'm using extremes to make this point. Imagine you have a generic podcast that isn't that unique, i.e. is just interviewing everyday people. And that's being posted every single week. There's no specific targeting and there's no unique angle. It's just a conversation. That podcast, objectively speaking, isn't that unique. There's so many other podcasts doing the exact same thing. But if you take the exact same podcast and you now turn that into a daily show, that is objectively different. That is a USP in its own right. So that's really breaking down and showing you how your weekly output contributes to how unique your show is. That contributes to your unique selling point. Look, sorry to interrupt. I want to take this time to actually recognize if you've been following the podcast since the launch, you'll actually notice how tons and tons and tons of our successful podcasters who are in the top 1% shows, who are getting $10,000 per month, $30,000 per month, $100,000 per month, 200,000 downloads per month who leave you a 5 to 10 minute voice note every single Monday and feature on those Monday's episodes, all of them have increased their output. They recognize the importance of increasing the touch points between them and their listeners. They recognize the importance of standing out amongst the competitors, even in some very competitive spaces. And if you remember, we had Johnny on Monday's podcast. Episode 10, how Johnny grew his podcast past 2.4 million downloads and made tens of thousands as a coach by keeping things simple with his podcast. And Johnny was the host of the self-esteem and confidence mindset. Now, if you, if you know about podcasting or the space, you recognize how competitive it is within that space, whether that's confidence, whether that's mindset, whether that's personal development and mental health overall. But he was able to break through the noise. You know, he's publishing, I believe, five times per week. Now, again, don't pull a gun out and try to point it towards me. I'm not I'm not saying to do, you know, five episodes per week. For a lot of you, it would just be way too overwhelming. It would just be way too much to handle. Your workflow would absolutely go nuts. But what I am saying is I really want to encourage you to explore how can I increase the output of my show. That's what I want to do. Now, with that being said, back to the episode. Now, from the weekly output, we move on to the podcast-specific targeting, right? So if you have a podcast-specific targeting, this is really who do you want to reach with your podcast? 
An example of the extremes of this would be a podcast that's pretty generic and not that unique is a podcast that's talking to everyone. A more specific podcast could be a podcast talking about anxiety. And even more specific could be a podcast talking to women who suffer with anxiety. Or a podcast talking to single mums who suffer with anxiety. Right? So we've gone from speaking to everyone where there's so many shows out there to a podcast targeting single mums who deal with anxiety. Now that is uniquely different. And that's uniquely different due to the specific targeting of the show. So the more niche you are, the more narrow your focus, the more unique you are in the market. The easier it is for you to grow, for you to stand out, and for you to gain traction fast. Because when a single mum who suffers with anxiety in her 30s discovers your podcast, she feels like that podcast is made for them. When this single mum who's in her 30s and suffers with anxiety sees your content on social media, sees a clip of your show and is speaking directly to her pain points, she's far more likely to click, to listen and to stay a listener of the show. So not only are you able to stand out amongst other competitors, your marketing on social media is that much more effective as well. And your ability to retain and keep that listener in once they discover your show is 10 times higher. Again, because they feel like the show is made for them. So, so far we've looked at a weekly output. How often are you releasing new episodes? The more episodes you're releasing, the better it is for you. Number two, we looked at the podcast-specific targeting. The more specific you are, the more unique your show is. Now, these two aspects, your weekly output, plus the podcast-specific targeting, in combination together, makes a unique show. Or rather, makes a more unique show. Now, here's what I mean. If your podcast is for everyone and it's weekly, not so unique. If your podcast is daily and it's targeting women in their 30s who suffer with anxiety, that is objectively speaking a very unique show and something that isn't commonly seen within the podcasting space. Now, the final aspect is the unique concept of the show. Now, this is really, a way to think about this is, what is the concept of my show? So, a daily podcast targeting women in their 30s who suffer with anxiety. Good. Objectively speaking, that's quantifiable, right? So, there's two aspects to this. There's the quantifiable aspect of weekly podcast and specific targeting. Whereas, the unique angle and concept of the show, this is something you need to have a little bit of fun with. This is something you have to start exploring a bit further, Right? If you're targeting women in their 30s with a daily podcast, how can you make that even more unique with the concept of the show? Okay, I'm interviewing women in their 30s who've suffered with anxiety and every episode is a 10-minute bite-side comedic episode sharing women's stories of their unique methods of reducing their anxiety. Rather than just focusing on, let's say, meditation or rather than just focusing on a specific strategy, you're just having a 10-minute bias episode where you're having an interview that's super, super fast and comedic, 
where you're covering just different strategies. And that's the concept of the show. Strategies on how women in their 30s can reduce anxiety or daily strategies of how women in their 30s can reduce anxiety. That is a USP. So with all that being said, how can you start to craft your own USP? Without a USP, it's going to be much harder to gain traction. Marketing on social media is going to be even more difficult. And even if you do market to the right people and they click onto the podcast and they give the episode a listen, they won't stick around because they can just go to another celebrity or another authority figure. So it's really important to have something that your listeners have to keep coming back to your show because they can't get this type of content anywhere else. So what I want to do now is really break down the steps that you can start applying when it comes to your podcast to help you stand out. Step one, start by understanding your own strengths, your passion and your area of expertise. If you're a coach, an expert in your field or a podcaster wants to do this full time, what makes you as a person uniquely different? What's different about your story? What's different about your methodology? What sets you apart from other podcasts in your niche? Step number two, identify the listeners you want to reach. Dig deeper and be very specific. So look at your targeting, women in their 30s who suffer with anxiety. And think about the internal struggles that they're going through, i.e. the the mental barriers, the feeling of anxiousness, the worry, the stress. All of these things are things that your listeners are feeling internally. What are their needs? And then what are their external desires? What what, What do they want their life to look like once their problem is solved? What problems or desires do they have that you can address through your podcast, that you can help them solve through your podcast? Understanding the specific listener you're trying to reach is going to be essential for tailoring your content to their preferences, to the things that they like, to what they want to hear. So step number one, understand your unique strengths and what makes you different. Step number two, identify your target audience and their needs. Step number three, research your podcast landscape. Look at your competitors. Take a look at the other podcasts in your niche. Where are the gaps for opportunity? So you can simply make a list of the top five podcasts in your space or 10 podcasts in your space, trying to reach the exact listeners that you're trying to reach. From that, listen to them. Study them, then ask yourself, okay, what's actually missing from these shows? Are all of these shows interview-based? Okay, maybe I do solos. Are all of these podcasts conversational? Huh, maybe I'm going to approach mine with storytelling. Are all of these podcasts stiff? Then I'm going to approach mine with a comedic and humorous fashion. What are you going to do that's different? Where is the gap and what do you have to offer that's different to everyone else in your space. Finding this sweet spot will give you a competitive edge. So going back to the women in their 30s suffering with anxiety, having a humorous spin on that, where most podcasts when they're covering anxiety is very serious, very stern, whereas having a way to reduce the stress of the listeners by making it funnier, by making it comedic, without making it too intense, It allows for a unique experience for your listeners. 
That's the competitive edge. What is that for you? Step number four, brainstorm your podcast potential USP based on your strengths, your audience's needs, and the market research you have conducted. Again, it's going to be important to think outside of the box, to explore unique angles that align with your brand and resonates with the listener you are trying to reach. So again, it's important to think outside of the box, explore unique angles that align with your brand and resonates deeply with the listeners you're trying to reach. Examples of this could be if you looked at the, if your podcast was again about anxiety, you looked at the space, everyone's serious, they're doing longer form content and it's super boring, super dry and they're just focusing, hammering down on just meditation or just journaling. Maybe if your approach is simply something different, right? So you're now looking at the space and you're thinking, okay, well, everyone's doing interview-based kinds of podcasts and everyone's podcast is super long and they're relatively boring, a bit dry and super serious when they talk about anxiety. Maybe you look and it's boring and you decide, hey, my podcast is going to be a daily show because everyone else is weekly. My podcast is going to be 10-minute humorous bite-sized episodes because everyone else is an hour long and posting only once a week and I'm going to make mine funny and humorous because everyone else in my space in the anxiety space is super dry and boring or they're very serious and heavy on information so what I'm going to do I'm going to make mine story-based I'm going to make it much shorter 10 minutes I'm going to make it daily and within those episodes I'm just going to share loads of different strategies and go heavy on the storytelling aspects on how our listeners discover these strategies. On moments our listeners realize, oh, I have, I can reduce my anxiety. I don't have to be constantly stressed. I don't have to be constantly overwhelmed. And make it have add a fun and exciting twist where people feel not only empowered, but people feel excited about the idea of finding new strategies to manage their anxiety rather than it being serious and stern. And that's step number four. So again, for you, brainstorming different approaches. What's out there already and what, what can you do differently? Step five will be just getting feedback from listeners, friends, colleagues, mentors, having a fresh perspective on what they see. What do they think, right? Your show needs to be different. Your show needs to stand out. If you want to gain traction, you need to go through these steps. So again, step number one, what are your strengths? Step number two, who are you trying to reach? Get painfully specific. Understand what problems are you trying to solve? Step three, do your research on the podcast landscape. Where are the gaps for opportunities? And what do you bring to the table that's different to everyone else out there? Step number four, start brainstorming different ideas based on the market research you've done think outside of the box and explore unique angles that align with your brand and resonates with your target audience and in step five get feedback from mentors colleagues and people in your area then just think oh this is an idea this is going to be great no 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 get feedback and then dial that in and then step six is execution Right. So now that you have your refined USP, start thinking of different ways to incorporate this into your content creation process, into your branding, into your promotion on social media. 
right? Use your USP as a guide for the topics you're going to be covering on your podcast, for the episode structure. So again, how long, the structure, storytelling, your guest choices, who you're going to have on as a guest. If you're having, if yours is about anxiety, making it humorous and fun. If you do get guests on, they need to be aligned with that USP. It needs to be fun, engaged, and it needs to be heavy on storytelling over information, right? And then infuse your unique angle, infuse your unique selling point to every aspect of your podcast to create a cohesive and engaging experience for your listeners. This means when it comes to your cover art, that needs to be aligned with this new direction. When it comes to your show name, that needs to be aligned with this new direction. When it comes to your show description, that needs to be aligned with the new direction. When it comes to your promoting on social media, that needs to be aligned with the new direction. When it comes to the guests you're having on, put constraints so that the people you're having on as guests are aligned with the new direction. When it comes to your energy and how you're delivering the content, that needs to be aligned with the new direction. The point here is, once you've discovered what your USP is, that needs to be consistent across not only the content you produced, but how you're trying to communicate the value of your show and your uniqueness to your listeners. So that comes to the surface, which is really what they see on the outside before they even click and listen. But when you're able to do this, you stand out, growth is much faster, it's easier to retain listeners because once they discover your show, they're like, so holy crap, I've just discovered this daily podcast that's for women in their 30s who suffer with anxiety that for once doesn't make me feel anxious and overload me with information, but as a fun and easy listen. And I actually finish the podcast every single day feeling excited about how I'm going to apply these strategies in my day-to-day life. I love the storytelling aspect because I see myself resonating within that. And yes, that really was me trying to pretend to be a woman in my 30s. Allow it, guys. This is all for your entertainment. Anyways, back to the show. You see, when someone discovers a show that truly matches them and their needs, that has a unique angle that makes it fun and exciting, it feels novel. It feels novel. It feels exciting. They're far more likely to engage and they're far more likely to share your content. It makes it that much easier to gain traction. So... I know that this has been a heavy-duty episode, as it normally is, but I'd really encourage you to listen back to this, to look at those three key points of weekly output, podcast-specific targeting, and your unique concept, and then using that information, apply, go through the steps, step ones through the six, and how to craft a unique selling point and apply it to your podcast and how to keep consistent across board so you stand out, build your authority fast, and gain traction. And of course, do not forget the unique equation. Weekly output plus specific targeting of show times unique concept of show. And look, if you haven't already, be sure to go down into the show notes and grab your free copy of our best-selling book, Podcast Marketing, as well as a totally free podcast mini audit that's personalized to you and your show. My name is Anthony Waneri and you have been amazing. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll see you in Friday's Recap Rundown episode.